Welcome to the first episode of Group Therapy. I am Mary. On this episode, I will be sharing my own eating disorder story with you, our lovely listeners. So this is a trigger warning. I will be mentioning disordered eating behaviors. Let's get started. I've been battling with anorexia and nervosa bulimic type for almost two years. My story has started with an unbelievable obsession with food, also cooking, ended with me losing more than 30 kilograms in only a few months. I want to start with my parents to inform you all. Both of my parents are teachers, so as this might give the hint, I was growing up with the perfectionism, which caused me having the idea of all or nothing. But still, I can't blame my parents much, because they tried their best to be there for me during my hard times. If I need to go deeper in my story, I want to tell about my childhood. I was a happy kid. I have many amazing childhood memories. However, I was always the chubby kid, always weighted more than my classmates. When I first started school, my classmates called me big sister, even though we were the same age. I think this explains the situation. But I still didn't have any problems with the way my body looked, till I entered middle school. When I was in fifth grade, I fell downstairs, and they told me how fat you are. What the hell? The whole school just moved. It started with that and kept going till I wasn't wanted in the group pictures or the PE classes anymore. Then it started to bother me. My parents took me to a dietitian. I was in 7th grade by then. I got a diet list and lost 12 kilograms with it. But as you all can guess, I gained it back as 15 kilograms. Maybe even more to be honest. During my exam year. So 8th grade. I didn't care much about it back then, because I got a great result and got into a nice high school without knowing all the things were about to happen to me. As I started, I felt so well that I was excluded. Even making friends was so hard. Everyone was looking at me like they were disgusted, or at least that's how I felt. Despite this, I kept focusing on my studies and after two years of getting bullied, one of my dreams came true and I got to study in the UK. My self-confidence was so high during my stay, and I was intuitive eating. I mean, I was basically eating according to my body and feelings, not based on a list of rules. This cost me a few more kilograms. Even so, I was so happy regardless of how I looked. When I was back from Brighton, I decided to make some changes in my life, and changed my school believing it would make my life so much better. But sadly, it just made it worse. Because I was again excluded in my new school. I had no friends. And in a bad saying, I was the fattest one and the only one who had bracelets in the class. I could see everyone laughing at me and making jokes of my body. Meanwhile, the pandemic started and everything went online. Which made me feel a lot safer. Because I didn't have to go to school and feel scared and embarrassed of being in front of everyone else. Then I started cooking in my spare time. All I did during those times was checking out new recipes to bake. I also kept eating everything I baked or cooked. After a while, I got on a scale and saw the numbers. It said 79.9 kilograms. I told myself I couldn't keep going like that anymore. So I decided to work out with my mom. I was also very interested in low calorie recipes. 
A few weeks later, I got my bracelets removed, which caused me not being able to eat for around 2 to 3 weeks. I was only able to eat soap. Then the illness I got a few days before our summer vacation made me throw up for 3 days straight. I couldn't even eat soap. I ate basically nothing. So I lost a few kilograms more, because I was still working out even though I was sick. And then the vacation time came. We met up with my relatives for my cousin's birthday. And instead of celebrating her birthday, all everyone had been talking was just me. How much weight I lost. How beautiful I looked. To be honest, I wasn't even aware of how much weight I lost till they told me. If you ask me, I was still the same. But all I know was, that was the first time ever people told me I looked beautiful. Not I would have looked beautiful if I lost some weight. And I loved that. So I kept lying that my teeth was hurting just to keep eating soap instead of having anything else. And I kept vomiting every time I ate. I used to think my parents didn't know about it back then. After that two to three weeks, I couldn't keep lying and started to eat. But as soon as I was eating, I was running to the bathroom too. I kept doing it for a few months and lost a lot of weight. So everyone kept telling me how beautiful I looked since I was thinner. All the people who had never even recognized me before was now telling me I looked pretty. As a result of that, I was convinced that being thinner was going to bring me the happiness I was looking for. So I stopped eating. I started calculating calories like everything I ate, just like a few pistachios. But of course, this didn't escape my parents' notice. Then I was taken to my first therapy session ever, by force. When the therapist asked me why I was there, I couldn't even answer. Because from my point of view, I was just trying to reach happiness. I was given an empty list after the second session. I was supposed to keep a list of whatever I ate, but I wasn't eating anything. That was the problem. After me taking notes of throwing up after a glass of water, the therapist told me he had to make me meet another therapist. I met her a week ago before my 18th birthday. But the first thing she told me was that I had to get hospitalized as soon as possible. I begged her to be able to celebrate my birthday at home. I did. I did blow the candles out, not knowing 18th year of my life was going to be the hardest ever. Two days after, I packed everything and got hospitalized. I was being put on a drip three times a day. My toilet was locked. There was someone always with me, especially when I was eating. Even though my toilet was blocked, I still kept throwing up somehow. In the hospital, I dropped till 44.3 kilograms. I was fainting so many times a day. I couldn't even walk by my own properly. It took 5 weeks for my values to get to a level that was acceptable. And then I was discharged. But sadly, after a week, I again started throwing up because of other people's comments on how I looked. I kept vomiting for a month and of course my values got lower than they should have been. So I was hospitalized again. During my 18 day stay I kept throwing up and lying that I wasn't. But I was so exhausted because of my eating disorder. All I did was calculating calories and avoiding food as much as possible. 
I was literally scared of the foods, of the nutrition my body needed to stay alive. It felt like it was a cycle that was never gonna end. I was supposed to get ready to university exam as well, but let it rest aside, I was barely alive. So all these exhausting feelings, my concern about the future and anorexia, brought me about committing suicide. Then I was hospitalized again. For two weeks, I didn't have my phone. All I had was my therapy sessions and my books. When I was discharged, it felt like I was a new person. Self-help books were the best to help. After getting discharged, I kept challenging myself with my fears. The more I succeeded, the more I trusted myself. I threw up a few times, but I was convinced that I wasn't going to get hospitalized again. I believed I could keep fighting. And I listened to my therapist, believed my recovery team. Because I was so tired of calculating calories and thinking of food and crying over it all the time instead of living the moment. I didn't want to miss any more second of my life. Now still, I am struggling with food. There are times I feel like giving up on recovery because it's very tough. But I keep going. I keep going because I'm stronger than my eating disorder. Just like all of us are. I started living my life again the day I chose recovery. So I really hope you do too. I know it's tough, but it's so worth it. Maybe I am just in the beginning of recovery, but I have already learned so much and gained a lot back. So I will keep going. I really hope you do too. If you listened till now, thank you so much for joining us today and listening to my story. I hope I could become a glimmer of hope in your head. Can't wait to meet you with another episode very soon. Take care.